Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 2007 Stardust, do me a solid favor. Pause this. Go watch it on Netflix and come back and join us. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cold45Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Scratch our YouTube. You can find us on any podcasting app. That's Satchel, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. We're on everything. Go out there and find us. Uh, today, Cold45 is powered by... Delicious, clear spring water. I'm powered by the awesomeness of action mullets. You are now listening to Cult 45, the only cult movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn up. Yeah, welcome everybody to a adventurous edition of Cult 45 Podcast. I am your host, Beating Down. Today I'm joined by Random Randy Savage. Folks, um, this is the countdown to Common Palooza, officially, unofficially. Uh, oh, fuck, we're actually powered by Common Palooza as well. Holy crap, forgot to mention these guys. That's insane. The biggest Comic-Con in Houston. Hell, Texas. I'll even say that. Hell, maybe the world. Hell, I'll say that. Hell, maybe the fucking universe. Maybe all of it, man. Everyone's going to be there, dude. The stars of this movie. Charlie Cox. That's right, the main character. Uh, that played on, what's his face? Tristan. He's going to mm-hmm. be there. Dante Brasco. You know him as Rufio. I know him as that dude from Blood and Bone that was setting up all the fights. Um, Christian Ritter. I know him as Prince Zuko. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Christian Ritter's going to be there. Uh, goddamn Ray Park. That's right. Motherfucking Darth Goddamn Maul is going to be there with all of his body put together still, doing flips and kicking people in the mouth. And, um, yeah, dude, you name it, they will be there. Dude, Orlando Jones. Um, I think LeVar Burton might be there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be pretty dope, man. Bring your asses, folks. Get the three-day pass. Come on. See your boys. We'll be there all con long. We're going to be doing a bunch of panels and shit as the huge. All right. With that being said, I've never seen this fucking movie before in my life. <laughs> I've never seen Stardust. I think I've seen a commercial for it back mm-hmm. in the gap, but um, I don't remember. I don't even know what the fuck I was doing in 2007. That was 11 years ago. Oh, wow. That's what was 11 years ago. Yeah. Well, what about you, Randy? You have, you have any kind of uh experience with stardust nope i have i think i saw it come out and i thought it looked stupid from the trailer i was like robert de niro needed money or something and i was like yeah, yeah. i was the only person i recognized and then like hey it's michelle fiverr's in this movie and i'm like yeah but so what <laughs> right now what's crazy is like you know fast forward to now somebody would walked up and told me hey you want to see a movie with robert de niro catwoman superman and daredevil and uh, the narration is by Magneto of X-Men. I was like, the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. What kind of crazy comic book crossover is this? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, sign me the fuck up. Ugh. Claire Danes is in this. And I forgot about her. And her, She's hot. The world forgot about her, too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. That she, is it because of her or is it because she just quit? I, I think she might have just quit. Just like, nah, I'm done with work and stuff right because she was missing eyebrows in this movie and i thought she was still cute and i was like this is amazing i got her and anna paquin mixed up for the longest that's what happened like all the anna paquin roles were claire dane roles like up until 2008 it seemed yeah dude that's how the white lady face face of blindness started to happen dude i was just like what is what is this <laughs> like whatever what oh happened? you know what? what she got a she got a gig on homeland that's what happened to her holy shit that is her whoa yeah dude, that's I, what happened to her she's been working for the past 10 years i need to go to a fucking clinic dude i need like get my eyes checked <laughs> something's wrong 
Something's terribly wrong. What the fuck? She told, dude, like, that is her. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that was somebody who looked like her. <laughs> like, whatever happened to Claire Danes? She's got a She's TV been in our faces the Homeland. whole time. You know, and Homeland. She's been super famous for years, but you guys, are, yeah. You're the worst. Like, I don't know. I don't, I didn't remember. <laughs> I literally had to look Showtime? it up just now. Yeah, Showtime. Yeah, I don't have Showtime, so. I don't know the reason. Really, now, if she was on Game I, of Thrones, and I was like, I don't know who, the, where, where the fuck she went, then I'd be a dickhead. But yeah. come on, Showtime, step your game up. You just, you're just a little bit above stars, all right? Nah, Showtime's got good stuff. Homeland's a good show. If I, oh, actually, I can't say that because I've never seen it. But I know episodes, <laughs> which is on Netflix, nice. is a really good show. And well, well Homeland's on Netflix. I don't think Homeland is on Netflix. Oh, okay. I was like, what? Not yet. I'm, no, I'm, I, probably not. It's ever. still, it's still got another. Looks like it's still got another season to go through. Yeah. Okay. So, with all that crap being said, folks, uh, neither one of us knew anything about this movie. The reason we picked it, let's keep it 100. Charlie Cox is coming to fucking Comapalooza. We're doing the countdown thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Took a huge L last week. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of. But it was still, you know, just nah. an experience. Nah. I literally got a message from Montego Bradley from Fans on Patrol. He was like, Jesus Christ, I went hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute since I've been that upset about a movie, honestly. I think so. Usually I can, I, can, I can find the charm in this shit. So I'm, you know, my fists are up. My guard is ready for this particular movie, dude. I'm like, look, I'm not in, I'm not in the mood for bullshit right now. Cause I saw it was going to be two hours long. And I'm like, God, fuck. No, I gave it a pass because it's it's got it's based on the book by Neil Gaiman, and I love, I literally have loved everything I've seen him or seen him make so far. Like American Gods, a TV show. I love the I book. I love that. the TV show. Yeah, All the I want to watch that. I should have watched I mean, it since Orlando yeah. since Orlando Jones is coming. His oh man, his I saw speech. That scene. Yeah, I saw, you oh, saw that um, scene in the slave oh, ship. That, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I saw That's, that and I was like, I need, yes. I need to get in on this movie. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I was really dope. Dude, and I'm really hoping they they spin off with him and make a Nazis Boys, which is another book by Neil Gaiman, and that is funny. It's like it's his sons after he dies, and it's just like he's he's a goofball. He's like a womanizer, and he's got you know, but he's got magic powers, so he just loves getting laid, and he just made a couple you know kids. <laughs> well, folks, you've never heard of Neil Gaiman, but you were born in the '80s. You're familiar with the Sandman comics. Mm-hmm. Which is a, uh, I feel like his, um, like his claim to fame, in my opinion. Or the Doctor Who episodes. Oh well, I'm not a Whovian, so yeah, I didn't know he did that. That's awesome. That makes yeah, perfect he wrote sense. Wrote Doctor Who's episodes too. Did he do that first or after? I think he after, like for a, for a while. It was I'm trying to remember which one it was, but I think it might have been. Nope, it wasn't that one. Hmm. It was. Oh, that's what it was. It was the Doctor's wife. That's what it was. That's the episode. It's a really good Holy episode. Shit, but... you knew the exact episode. Wow. Yes, because it's All the right. weirdest one. Oh. <laughs> because okay. it's the one where the inanimate object comes to life and then falls in love with the doctor. <laughs> when you say the inanimate object, like age is a random one or there's a particular one? No, it's a particular one, his TARDIS. Oh. Yeah. The one where the TARDIS comes. The TARDIS is I taken know. from her shell and put into a human body, and she's like, I don't understand what's going on here, but this is weird, and I think I'm dying. <laughs> oh, I thought it was gonna be like get inside me, like you always do, Doctor. And he's like, yeah. No, they they have that moment like that. They do have that moment. It's like, like what what should I call you? You're like, call me whatever you always call me when we're alone. Sexy. 
that's that's between us. <laughs> so it's official that Doctor Who masturbates inside the TARDIS. Yeah. It's canon, canon. Can- All right, moving on. Let's talk about Stardust, shall we? Yes. Um, I got like a real familiar vibe from this movie, bro. Really? Yeah, man. Like in a good way. Because it's like every uh, fairy tale adventure story you probably ever heard. Like, you know. Right. And a little bit of Super Mario Brothers. I felt like, you know. Okay. <laughs> what magic realms, dudes? You know, transport, teleportation, right. things like that. But 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 a pipe was more complex than this uh, small. First of all, I laughed so hard at this wall because like there's a wall that divides two worlds, right? Right. Um, England from fucking um storm. What what was it called? Stormhold. Stormhold. Yeah. Which sounds like a uh, World of Warcraft expansion, but yeah, and like. I'm laughing so hard because this is super fucking decrepit old dude guarding this this wall, and there's a tiny hole in it. But uh, yeah, you can just vault over that bitch. <laughs> I'm just like, why does? Who cares? Like, you can just literally walk like a mile down and just leap over it with the greatest of ease. So I feel like maybe it's a metaphor. They were probably like, okay, so we we're shooting here in the Isles of like Scotland or North England, where the Romans built this giant wall. To protect their own horde, what do we do with it? I'm like, we could make it a magical gateway. It's too Fine. short. It's too short. That that's nah, not, that, it's that not a real magic. fence. It's not a real fence. It's like a fucking like the fence from like Home Improvement was taller. But that's literally the wall though that they used. Eh. I think it's a metaphor for some shit. Like like uh, I ima- think it's imagination the isn't that hard to you know to overcome basically. Yeah. I'll look it up. I'm almost certain it's the same wall that the the Romans built. They must have been short as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like everyone really was shorter weak. back then. Like, hell if I short. Oh, anyway, moving on. Yeah. Moving on. That's not He's only like five feet tall. And they're like, oh, he's massive. <laughs> so <laughs> then the Romans stabbed him. And <laughs> so you could see how short they were, like three feet tall. Like, eat. He was, anyway. <laughs> Oopa Loompas. Eat. <laughs> it's really hard to imagine them so tiny, but moving on, regardless. So we got this guy. Okay. To a brash upstart dude who does like a basic juke and just gets past the guy and goes into the magical land of the whimsy, which I'm laughing. I'm like, you're the worst guard of all time. And it's this crazy, bizarre, bunch of crazy shit's going on. You got like eyeballs, tiny baby pachyderms, you name it, man. It's fucking there, dude. And there's this saucy lady uh, tending shop. The dude's talking to her and stuff. And <laughs> like she, she gives him like a little trinket, like a little glass flower, right? And right. she's like, uh, he's like, what's the price? She's like, a kiss. And they're making out hard. I'm like, oh, okay. What's going on here? And she's like, come follow me. And in my mind, I'm like, nah, they're not going to go smash. That's way too easy. But that's literally what they did. Yeah. But before they smashed, it's like, <laughs> shit's about to get real crazy story-wise, guys. So get ready, right? And she's like, <laughs> um, she's like walking. And you see like this chain, like it looks like a bracelet. This long as fuck, and it's connected to her ankle, and it's like going into a weird direction where this old hag went. And she's like, "Yeah, I'm a princess, and this witch captured me. Um, anyway, you want to smash?" And he's like, "Bitch, I'll save you." And he cuts the chain, and the chain repairs. But because booty is like right at the cusp of being claimed, he just lets it go and goes in the thing with her and smashes. And I, I die laughing. What? She, she's down. I what, mean, you think a little magic's gonna stop you? No, but still, just exactly. a couple more questions, dude. And then nine yeah. months later, <laughs> he gets a baby dumped on his head. That's right. 
<laughs> she named Cause, him. Because he's like, you couldn't bibbity bobbity boob that thing away? What? Nah, she's like, you're going to go through childbirth. So, yeah. And so it was like, boom, there's Tristan. There's the main character. And boom, he's an adult now and it's fucking Charlie Cox. And it's really weird. Because I only know him from Daredevil. I don't know him from I know, right? Else. I'm just sitting like, yes, Daredevil! With a goofy-ass haircut and shit. And just looking young as fuck because he's 10 years younger. Weird. <laughs> and then I'm like, holy fucking shit, it's Henry Cavill out of nowhere, right? Because like he's like, Tristan's going about town trying to like, you know, get this chick named uh, uh, Victoria up in the window, right? He's throwing rocks and shit, trying to trying to woo her. But, he, but you know, Tristan ain't shit. I mean, Tristan ain't yeah. shit. He's like a... Little shop boy, nobody gives a fuck about. And Henry right. Cavill, big swole ass, still big and swole, comes <laughs> up with this douchey mustache and shit, and and fucks him up. And like we see that there's like uh, they took fencing classes together, and uh, Henry Cavill's character Humphrey is superior in every way, form, and fashion, folks. He has more facial hair, check. He's huge, check. And he looks like Superman. <laughs> And like, somewhere DC is going like, you know what? We should get that Charlie Cox to play Superman. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really good actor. Nice. So, yeah. So they're clearly rivals for the heart of Victoria. And something's a little off about her, huh? Yeah. Kinda... Well, not really. She's kind of a bitch. Yeah. Not the word and I like, was going to use, but yeah. No, like the next scene, like the next day, and it's mm-hmm. like Charlie's at the shop, right? And then... There's a line of people, and then Victoria just kind of strolls up to the front and is like, hey, can I get some things? And Charlie, being a complete fucking pushover, is just like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever you want. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it for you, and I'll, you know, I'll take it to your house. You know, oh, no. every he one of these people in that line part. is an asshole. He didn't, vol- he didn't, he didn't volunteer the hard house part. She brought that up. Like, you want to take it to my house? He's yeah. thinking, I guess since the movie's already established that smashing quickly goes down in uh, Victorian England, uh, or whatever the fuck time the frame this is, they didn't have Netflix. <laughs> Fireplace and chill. Fireplace and chill. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he, she's like, "You want to, you want to walk me home?" He's like, "Like now?" I was like, "Yeah, fuck your shift." And he gets fired, and I'm like, "Victoria's the worst. <laughs> Victoria's the worst person on earth. Why is she a love interest?" And it gets even worse, guys. As soon as I saw her act that way, I was like. Okay, so this is going to be one of those stories where she either becomes a frog at the end or she's, like, just completely pushed over by the the equally attractive, hateful, like, I hate you so much. Why are we together? We got to take right. this long-ass journey throughout the whole movie. Like, okay. Right. That's so one of those movies. <laughs> right. I figured, like, she'll have a change of heart or something, but I, I wasn't sure. Yeah, like, it, it, could, it could go several ways, but very right. – like, that's one thing about this movie that's interesting. It You can – kind of telegraph a lot of this there's some moments yeah. that you can't telegraph and it's like that's when you're pleasantly surprised but this is almost paint by numbers in this weird way well the foreshadowing the um the 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 fencing shit where he gets defeated by henry cavill yeah early. we all saw that coming we we know what's kind of, we we know where that's going immediately I mean, well, as soon as as soon as it happens you're like oh there'll be redemption yeah no worries so and real swords are gonna come out later it's like yeah guess who's a badass because he owned like literally this is all we see henry cavill he's <laughs> like mm, i'm better than you away and he's gone yeah so um <laughs> so this is it's a surprise picnic right right your boy charlie cox is still trying uh basically blows all his money on the finest of champagnes you understand mm-hmm. he got the blanket out you know what i'm saying they out there she's loving it man she's you know, I never had champagne before. It's like, yeah, I'm trying to get you nice and sauced up. 
You know what I'm saying? So things could possibly hopefully happen. Yep. Just but like my dad did to my mom. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out that, you know, this shit ain't cheap. So this was like the last bit of what he had and he gave to her and it wasn't enough. Why? Because she friend zoned the shit out of him talking about how your boy Humphrey's going to hit her up with a proposal for marriage only because he's going to go out of town to get a ring. That's all he got to do. Put some miles on these horses. Awesome. That's it. Oh, well, I mean, it is it is the time of no TV and no Netflix and no bathing. So, yeah, anyone who could travel really Man, had just, a lot of money. You just had to bring in the no bathing. You had to bring it down a notch, huh? Yeah. Everybody, everybody's funky. But um, it's La La Land, dude. Everybody, everybody has hot baths. Actually, no, there's a lot of hot baths accessible here, so shut it. There's magic. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so she's like, yeah, he's going to go do that. So I'm fucking with him. Sorry. Friend zone. Enjoy that. And uh, cut to fucking Stormhold, where, like, the king is, like, about to fucking die. Mm-hmm. And this is where I was like, oh, shit, this is interesting. So <laughs> his sons are coming, right? Yeah. And, like, only three or four is there. And he's like, hold on for the for the last one. So I'm thinking, like, you know, oh, okay, he's going to be there to the throne, right? Right. The, so, the important son. Right. So he's like, I'm fucking dying. <sighs> but, like, you know. Crazily enough, four out of seven of you are alive. This is crazy. And it's like, you know why? So yeah, we know why. You're a piece of shit that murdered all your brothers before you, before your dad even got sick. He's like, that's right. That's right. I'm a shady piece of shit. And y'all, y'all need to know the fucking this game is real out here. In the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. Right. Even though all my brothers loved me and wanted me to win, I killed them anyway. <laughs> nah, you didn't say that. That's how I felt. So, like, <laughs> I guess the game was underway because, like, he called the one that was late. And he was like, look out the window and tell me what you see. So, I'm thinking like, it's like a riddle. I'm thinking this is like some, you know, some kind of fable type shit where he looks out. Yeah. And, like, one of them is supposed to say my kingdom, right? That's what I'm thinking. And that's exactly what happens. He's like, he's like, I see all of Stormhold and blah, blah, blah. What else do you see? Uh, my kingdom? And I'm laughing to myself at this point. Because <laughs> like, I'm like, holy shit. That's what I was thinking. And, like, the fucking dad gives, like, the mafia nod to, like, Mark fucking Strong, who plays uh, Septimus. There's mm-hmm. a Septimus. There's a Primus. That's another brother. That's, like, the more positive, not so much of a dick brother. Right. Uh, Mark Strong, obviously, is a douche because he has long hair and he looks evil. Um, and then uh, Tiberius. Tempest? Tempest. Tempest. Optimus Tempest. Prime. Optimus yeah. Prime was there. Uh, Octavius. Octavius. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Well, whatever his name is, he was like the quiet dumb one. So like this dude gets pushed out the window by Septimus. I'm like, holy shit! And this <laughs> the son's dead. And this is where I started to get invested and start giving a fuck about this movie. How about you? Yeah, just random deaths that are almost hilarious in the same way that are almost tragic. Right, yeah, but, that makes sense. but they take it right back to fucking hilarious. Cause guess what, folks? There's a caveat to these murders: the ghost will never see rest until the king is crowned. So, if you died a particular way, that's how you're gonna look for the rest of your time being dead. So, there's a brother with the axe in his fucking head. <laughs> Another one who has been burned. He looks like Taserface mm-hmm. um, after the explosion in <laughs> Guardians Two. Uh, there's a guy who's been frozen to death. He looks insane. He looks way worse than um, Jack Nicholson did in The Shining. Just way worse. Mm-hmm. Like if you took that 
and the Ice King from uh, Game of Thrones and like mix them together. That's what he looks like. It looks like shit. But what's so glorious, the one that got pushed out the window, his face is smushed to the side forever. <laughs> it's so funny. And these guys are like dead and like there throughout the rest of this movie. And like they'll chime in for like hilarious commentary on what the fuck is going on. It's, it's the best. It's the best. So I was pleased when I saw that. So like right before the, the dad dies now, because like the game is on. People mm-hmm. are getting murdered. You already know what the time it is. Like, ain't there's not gonna be no peaceful succession here. It's getting real. So he takes off his necklace, right? That's his ruby, and it turns to like a diamond or it turns clear, whatever. Right. And he's like, whoever's like has rifle blood will turn this into a ruby. They should be king. And then lets it go. It starts floating and shit. And he goes, Ugh, and he dies. <laughs> Damn. So like the last of his chi rockets. Yep. This motherfucking necklace into goddamn space. I'm like, what? I was ready for it to go across a couple of fields or some shit. Or go across the wall or something simple. No, 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 no. This bitch goes straight into space. Mm-hmm. Hit something. I didn't realize that. I just thought it just blew up because of. You know, I thought so too. I thought it went just straight up and straight back down. I was like, okay, so it's the ruby and a star now. Okay, no, I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't realize a star was dislodged from heaven. Like it was real, and uh, it came down as a shooting star. Right. So everyone sees this. When I say everyone, I mean everyone. So when it comes down to Earth, Tristan and Victoria sees it, and she's like, "Oh my God, a shooting star." And like Tristan realizes that this bitch is materialistic as fuck. So he's like, I will get you that star, bitch. And you're going to love it. And it's going to be amazing. And like, you'll be my wife. And she's like, oh, because like he was telling her the things that he would get her. And she was getting like more riled up. Yeah. And getting closer to his face. So he realized, oh, that's what you like. Okay. You like having shit. And he's like, I'll get that star. And we'll be married so I can smash forever. And she's like, sure. You got a week to try it until my birthday. So get at it. Pretty douchey lady. So when the ruby when the ruby lands on the ground, there's like a there's a, there's some white chick laid out beside it, and I was confused. It's Clara Danes who plays uh, this mysterious woman, and I'm like, was the was the woman trapped in the ruby? Because they made a comment that they have a, they had a sister who was missing, even though I, I realized right. who the fuck that was right off the gate, like right out of the gate. I realized who the fuck they're talking about, but um, I'm thinking maybe that might be her. Cause why, no, why, why I was she... I was yeah I was like maybe there's her sister trapped inside the ruby and she never aged or something right <laughs> someone else saw a shooting star and there's this old hag named Lamia and she runs to her sisters who are also old disgusting hags turns out they're three witches which is like always mm-hmm. a thing it's always three witches yep. and um they know that they got to get that shooting star to regain their youth because they look like shit and um. <laughs> Lamia basically cheats because they, they, you know, they grab an animal and like murder it to divine a uh, who needs to go to go, you know, do the mission, right? Right. So when she cheats, uh, she she wins, and they pull out like this uh, little treasure chest thing that they all three have bind with their own ribbons. So like the spell needs all of them to cooperate to open it up, and it has like the last bit of power of a, a previous star. And I'm still thinking it's the necklace at this point, right? Right. So she eats the fucking star. And she becomes young, and it's hot Michelle Pfeiffer, like mm-hmm. mi- m- like milfish. Like they, I think they put a little bit of extra stank on her to make her kind of look a little bit younger, or it could just be ten years of uh, time. Either way, so because she's you know young again, she just disrobes because youth. 
Yep. <laughs> and checks out her ass. I was like, yeah. Back where As it needs you to do. Be. <laughs> right. It's back where it's supposed to be because it's all dilapidated and <laughs> raisiny. Because of magic. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I thought that was hilarious. And still trying to figure out what the deal is with this woman, right? Because I'm like, what, what the fuck? Because she, she puts the necklace on. Right. And like she starts hobbling. I'm like, why is she limping? So we cut to um, Tristan, who's going to like cross the wall. Here's the old guy now. Something thinking, oh, this is a nice callback. He's going to, like, you know, juke him and go past the wall. What the fuck happens? <clears throat> the old man who I thought we were going to, like, father like son, right? No, the old man's been practicing for years. And he fucking does, like, a Yoda, like, flip over the wall and then just, like, backhands him with, the, with his walking stick and knocks him, like, 10 feet back. And it's, like, amazing. Bro, I didn't see that shit coming. I was like, that's the biggest twist. I did twist. not see it coming at all. Because he, he was so let down by that one defeat. <laughs> I'm going home. Not again. Like he fucking like all all of his power, bro. Like, I trained for years. He did. Like <laughs> we missed the montage of him like fucking just Q Conan music, just going, just training, and crying about his ultimate failure, dude. He beat the no one shall pass the wall. You shall not pass. And he didn't. He told him to piss the fuck off. And uh, I thought that was hilarious. So he literally, he, he doesn't make it. He fails. He takes his bitch ass back home. And uh, But the earlier conversation, uh, the guard kind of slipped up, mm-hmm. mentioning that, um, kind of alluding that his dad made that attempt too. So um, he goes back home. And like the dad's asking him questions and shit, and then he asks him back, you know, he asks him back about wall. Like, did you cross the yeah. wall? He's oh, not only did I cross the wall, I smashed, and that's how you were born. Here's a convenient exposition kit that I kept safe that you didn't find in this tiny hut. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> convenient, it just pushes the story along on its own, like, right? And, there, noise. and there's also this mysterious bottle that I just, I am so disciplined that I didn't open for 18 years, even though there's nothing else to keep me occupied because there's no TV, no nothing. And I'm then again, well, it is England. They they probably all know how to read. If it was right. if it was America, but like I don't even know how to read yet. So um <laughs> I thought he was a scientist. What, was he? <laughs> Didn't he like the, he was working? He wrote, with he, wrote a, he wrote a letter to him. They're like, You're an yeah. idiot. So I don't know. I just thought he was just mm, Yeah. Who cares? So So basically, there's a chain. That was equivalent, like equal to the one that old girl was wrapped up in, right? Yeah. Um, message in the bottle, and inside of that message, the bottle was a black candle. And the mom said, "Think of me when you light the candle." This is basically a fast tra- uh, fast travel item, right? From an RPG, and it's called the Babylon Candle, which is awesome. Boom, 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 boom. It's a pretty dope name. So, um, I mean, um, he tries to think of his uh, mom, right? Yeah, he tries. But his dick gets into the way, and he thinks about getting the star for Victoria. And he tackles the shit out of this chick who's like this mysterious woman in guard. Basically, Claire Danes. He just knocks the fuck out of her. And it's weird. And um, he finds out that she's the actual star. Right. And I'm like, what? I was like, okay. (laughs) And like like his dad, literally no questions, no low, like, Really? No, like no, 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 any hesitation at all. He just like chains this woman up and like, okay, come with me then. Yeah, if you're a star, I'm gonna take your entire life being with me, 
and present you as a gift. And she's like, the fuck? And like he but he he still kind of doubled back and was like, Well, I mean, here, you see this shit? And she sees it's a Babylon candle. He's like, Yeah, whatever, a bubbling candle, whatever the fuck. I'll give you this after I after I present you. So she, she I thought she he was gonna like keep her. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And he's like, he'll give her away to go back home, you know, via the candle. No big deal. That's the that's the deal. So they strike a deal. By the way, the the sons of the king are like steady trying to kill each other. And it's fucking hilarious. This is one of my favorite scenes. It was like three of them like at this thing talking about uh, they're looking at the crown and shit, trying to figure out what's going on. And the bishop is trying to talk to Primus. Right. He's like, you'll be you'll be the only benevolent king. I don't trust Septus. He's kind of a dick. And Septus is like, the fuck you just say to me? <laughs> He's like, ha ah, ah. No, oh, I didn't see you there right. lurking in the shadows, uh. <laughs> as you do. Um, so they all have a toast, right? Right. And the fucking bishop goes down. And I'm like, oh fuck, the fuck. And I love the like, did you do it? Did you do it? Kind of camera look. It was yeah. hilarious. And then dumb fuck brother goes down. The one who name we can't remember because he's not important. He goes down and he fades with the ghost parlor of homies. And they all look at him. He's like, yeah, I know, I, I suck. <laughs> So then Septus goes down. It's like, oh, oh, snap. And then Primus is like, I'm king? I'm king. And he grabs the crown. <laughs> it's like, this is so easy. He grabs the crown. And Septus sits back up like, fuck out of here. He thought it was over. Like, I was like, oh, that's horrible. That's horrible. You thought you were king. I was like, that's brutal. He's like, actually, uh, yeah, you, you know. You should have drank the bishop's cup. You fucked up, and he's like, he's like, don't, don't sit there and <laughs> get morally sad about it. Just move on. I'm like, damn, dude, it's fucking brutal. Okay, so Michelle Pfeiffer like is walking a hundred miles to find the star now, and with using just as much magic magic as she can, as she moves on, like she finally comes up to this like goat herder and. Instead of like just just to move things along, she transforms the guy into a goat, and then now she has a carriage and she takes off running, and like the brothers, they're on their way now to go find that ruby, which apparently is with the star. So everyone's like on a mission now to just get to the star. Right, right, right. So um, Tristan like ties her up to a tree with the, with a the chain to go get some food and stuff because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to run. So while he's away, a fucking unicorn shows up and just frees her and is like, hop on my back, let's bounce. It's like, okay, random unicorn, you got it. And uh, Tristan sees that she's gone, he's fucking bummed. He's like, oh, I can't present this, you know, my trophy to Victoria. Right. Meanwhile, Lamia is like preparing a hellacious trap once she arrives at a certain destination because she gets there, right? Mm-hmm. To, to where... Uh, to where her divinity stones took her, right? Right. So, oh fuck! Really cool scene with the divinity uh, divinity stones where um uh, she wasn't the only one using them. Uh, Septus was using them, and his brother hired a fake soothsayer. And that was a really dope scene where he was like, "Oh, let's test this out first. Uh, am I the seventh son?" It's like, "Yes." Like, was well, my favorite color blue? Yes. Did my brother fucking send you to trick me? I'm like, "Oh no!" <laughs> So he stabbed. Yeah. He like Septa stabs a lot of dudes that that try to fuck with him. And I thought that I kind of enjoyed that. But yeah. So anyway, 
this girl goes like evil grandmother, fairy, like fairy grandmother type shit, where like she turns her uh, little chariot deal into a hotel, turns a poor goat boy bastard back into a human, but a woman now, and then right. turns the goat into a man, and the goat just looks. I just love the weird look she gave it. Like, oh, I regret this. <laughs> and she tells him all the cover stories, and like the guy, <laughs> I like how um the guy kind of shows that he's a creep a bit. Yeah, because he's like really checking out his his own tits, and then like the goat man is about to eat 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 a, eat a, a drape or some shit. Yeah, and you can hear Lamy in the distance like ah, uh-uh! <laughs> stop it, <laughs> focus, focus. She's setting up a trap to uh, right to get uh how do you how do you pronounce your name? It's like Yuriel, Yuriel, Yvan, 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 Claire Danes basically. Claire Danes, the star, right. <laughs> So Claire Danes um, has fucking Netflix was gave up. It's just calls it the star, <laughs> right? So like y- y- Yvonne, Yvain, Claire Danes, basically her character is um the whole idea is to put her in a state of comfort to where she's happy and she'll start shining, and that's the time you murder them when they're at their happiest. Why do we know this? Because while your boy Tristan's asleep, all sad and shit, the stars whisper to him, warning him what's gonna happen to her. Now, that's weird to me, though. I just thought about this. So if all the other stars knew, how come she didn't know about the trap that's coming down? Like, she should be aware of such people. I don't know. I don't know. Um, that's Maybe she hit her head. Was she looking the Amnesia? other way? Like, what the fuck is that over there? And, like, Amnesia? not paying attention to why everybody else saw it. But yes. She's the one who got hit by a ruby. True. Yeah, you're right. A little concussed. So, um... <laughs> It's like, I'm a quasar. I totally dodged that. Why did you get hit? Right. So, like, all the, you know, paths are being crossed. Like, there's a lot of, inter- like, throughout this movie, there's a lot of intertwining. Like, oh, shit, they just missed each other. Oh, fuck, this person's involved in this story. There's, like, easily, um, like, four stories running parallel at this time. Oh, yeah. Because you got the sons, you got Tristan's story, you got the witch's story, and you got the mother's story. So um, after the after the stars warned <laughs> Tristan of what's gonna happen to their sister, um, you know he springs into action, but it's too late. The trap is sprung, and Tristan actually runs into Primus, the benevolent brother, and um, you know winds up hitching a ride in the carriage. Like he, of course after some beef, because Prim- Primus is like you know understandably paranoid as fuck, but not paranoid enough to leave the guy where he was. Because right. I still wouldn't have took him. So they wind up. I don't want this hobo who just showed up out of the like exactly, out of the woods. Exactly. So Claire Danes is, is inside this tavern now, mm-hmm. and she's in fucking danger. Like she's getting like really calm, starting to glow a bit. You know, she doesn't realize it. And there's like a knife underneath the tub. She's about to like bleed this chick out, like right here and now. But in the nick of time, your boy Primus and Trishan show up, and it's like a really tense scene where basically, ultimately, um. Uh, Primus gets his fucking throat slit by the evil right. witch, and uh, she gets like really crazy at this point in time. So like she starts setting everything on fire because uh, she was originally trying to poison him, and he's like, "Bitch, I'm paranoid. I ain't drinking shit until I'm king." So sorry, you go ahead and give it to uh, Tristan. And she's like, "All right, cool." So Tristan is about to get poisoned. Unicorn comes out of nowhere, like kicks the cup out of his hand, and then <laughs> with his hoof points at the cup, like, "Look." Shit's fucked up. Go save your girl, right? Right. I'm just like, who is this unicorn? <laughs> unicorn Seriously. ex machina. That's just, that's what it is. Unicorn ex machina. 
shit is going crazy. So like once once a uh, Primus gets his throat slit, he bleeds blue blood, which I know is like a a, a joke for him being royalty. Also, the fact that this is PG thirteen. Oh, that makes sense. So it's like yeah, make it blue. <laughs> so like he wants his throat slit. He's he's in the peanut gallery of dead ghost people, and he's butt naked with a sliced throat, and it's hilarious. And he's just like. <sighs> <laughs> Oh god damn it! Like 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 it's a waiting room in a video game. It's funny to me. So um, it's getting really crucial. So like she kind of reveals herself, and she's like attacking the fuck out of them, right? Right. Um. Oh, I, met, I forgot to mention. So earlier, she met up with the witch that captured his mom. Yeah. And she learns about the star, and she tried to like uh, poison her food. Cause like they have like this, they have like this witches union thing where it's like, hey bitch, I'm part of the union, chill out, I just want some food. So she tries to like put some truth serum in her food uh, to get the information on where the star is, so she could look young. And that bitch destroyed her with magic and revealed herself as like like she's like a higher, higher, higher witch power. Right. Like this bitch can't even fuck with the Dark Lord. Right. <laughs> so she hits her with some shit where she's like, bitch, you ain't gonna see this bitch, touch her. Know that she's there, smell her nothing, motherfucker. She's not going to exist in your world. Fuck off. And, like, kind of leaves you there, right? Mm-hmm. So that plays later. Anyway, so Lamia sets this whole bitch on green fire, dude. Like, it's hellfire out the ass. Shit's really bad. Everyone's about to fucking die. She has a little cool um, obsidian blade knife, perfectly for cutting Star's chest open, I guess. Yep. And um, hero move by your boy, um, Tristan... Plunges his fist into the fire, holding the Babylon candle. Doing an epic fast travel. He's like, bitch, think of home. We're going to die. And <laughs> but why did he tell her that? I mean, that don't He's make any sense. stupid. But maybe they both had to think of it for them to travel. Because Maybe if he would have thought by himself, he would have left her. That's true. Maybe. I'm trying to make it work. So they both thought of home. And it didn't work out. They got stuck in a cloud in right. the middle of a rainstorm. And I thought that was fucking hilarious. I thought it was kind of cool. And they're arguing about it. And, you know, you know, you know the drill. Like, they don't like yeah, each other right now. Because they're supposed to hate each other until we get to the midpoint of the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, or having a uh, crisis happen or some type of right. thing happen to bring them closer together. Speaking of which. <laughs> this wow. Is a- this lightning ship comes and snatches them up and is like, are you the Thunder Marshals? I'm like, what the fuck is that? Can we get a movie about the Thunder Marshals? That sounds awesome. That sounds like an awesome like, badass, yeah. I feel like Jet Li's one of them. But um, not Jet Li, uh, Jackie Chan. Trust me, I'm sure Neil Gaiman's already working on a story about the Thunder Marshals. I hope so, man. It's been 10 years. You need to come on <laughs> with it. Or what if it's the Storm Riders? You ever seen that Japanese, uh, that movie? Mm-hmm. Storm Riders? Oh, man. It's on my list. Put it on my list. Oh, that's a good movie. Uh, I need to find it. So anyway, so it, guess what, guys? It's Captain Shakespeare. Badass scourge of the seas. Fucking with his angry ass dudes. You're like, all every time and shit. And it's getting real. And he's like, you know, interrogating the fuck out of him. He's like, hey, who the fuck are y'all? Take him to the brig. I got something for the ass. And he's interrogating him and shit. And uh, everyone's scared. And your boy mentions where he's from, Wall. Which is mm-hmm. a really cool name for a town. And he's like, bitch, what? Where are you from? And I'm like, what the fuck's about to happen? So the <laughs> the crew is not inside the room with the interrogation. They're outside listening like a bunch of stupid children. Right. And he's like, you know what? I told you, bitch ass. And he chunks Tristan out the fucking ship. 
And I'm like, yo, holy shit. And like the star is freaking the fuck out. Like, oh my God, you killed him. No, you monster, you murderer. And like, I'm confused. I'm like, dude, he just, like, he's, is he dead? Like, is somebody, is like a unicorn going to like sprout wings and like save him or some shit and become a Pegasus? That uh, has to be what happens. So, like, I'm freaking, I'm kind of freaking out. Gums is really lost. Like, dude, like, he's the main character. He just got thrown out of this fucking nail. And, he like busts out the room, right? And he's taking the star chick, and he's like, "Bitch, you coming with me?" And he said, "Go into my quarters, motherfucker. I'm being there for a couple hours. Y'all already know what's going down. It's just the implications." And he <laughs> and he takes her into the room, and, <laughs> and he closes the door. And like his like his first mate is like, "Y'all already know what it is. Back up from the door. It's about to get nasty." And cut to really nice room. Your boy Charlie Cox is in his underoos, chilling. Like some long johns, and he's chilling, and she's like, "Oh my god, like that's so crazy! Why did you do this?" He's like, "Oh, I got a rep to keep. I'm really not a killer. I'm not into this type of shit. Like my dad was, but I'm kind of like, basically, Shakespeare's gay. Yeah, and he's like, I'm not about that life. So I got to keep the theatrics up because hey, I want to keep my rep straight. It takes years to build a rep, but it can be you know killed in seconds. So like, uh, she's like, well, what are we gonna do with him being on a ship? He's like, oh, he'll look different by the time." Um, I'm done with them. Like they won't recognize them, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? The whole the whole plan is to basically give Tristan like a new persona, mm-hmm. and like have him kind of like be you know integrated into the crew. So he reintroduces him. Like 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 they all leave the ship to uh, go sell their wares, which is lightning. They harvest lightning. That's their job. And Ricky Gervais is there, and he's like the guy that's like buying the lightning. And he's like, I don't know, I don't think this lightning is as fresh as it could be. It's, it's a real funny back and forth between them. And um, <laughs> uh, it's like a like you know a lot of harsh bargaining over over the price of lightning, which is just ridiculous right. in itself. And so Ricky pisses off, and he was asking about you know, hey, um, there's word on the street that a star fell from the sky. Have you heard anything about it? And like. Shakespeare looks at uh, Claire Danes. He's like, nah, I, I ain't heard shit about it. So you can tell he's a stand-up dude. He's not a scoundrel at all. Not like the asshole from Rogue One. Or, right. um, no, not Rogue One. The asshole from... Um, the Last, Last Jedi. Jedi. Yeah, thank you. He's not like that at all. He's actually a good dude. Right. So when they come back from their trip, they see <laughs> your boy uh, Tristan sitting on a bunch of luggage and shit looking cool because guess what his hair like when he was doing his hair his hair went from short haircut to long majestic like fabio mane i don't understand how that happened at Cause all because he's really good and it's just hilarious and he's like smoking oh. a pipe like what's up gents magic and I like <laughs> and he can't like he couldn't breathe and he was trying to play off the fact that he was like uh choking to death on the on the, on the smoke he was smoking he's trying to be, be a man and uh, this is one of my favorite scenes. So, like, he's like, yeah, this is my nephew, the Buccaneer, Tristan Thorne. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all welcome aboard to the ship and shit. He's like, oh, by the way, here's here's this chick for you to do stuff with. And, like, the guy, like, he takes her, right? Yeah. And the guys are looking at him like, what are you going to do? And he, like, ag- <laughs> it's like a weird aggressive hug and, like, fist pump. Yeah, like, yeah. fist pumps. And then the, the guys are like, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, raper. <laughs> right, he's like, I'm, I'm gonna hit this later, and they're like, "Yeah," it is so stupid. And uh, we basically get a montage of your boy Tristan becoming a man, right? So right. he's on a 
lightning harvesting pirate ship. So he's going to learn some manly strength, harvesting lightning. You know what I mean? Out there with his girl, too. Um, Claire Dane's having a good time and shit. You know, they, they, little bonding, little bonding exercises. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, your boy uh, Shakespeare is like teaching her how to dance and to be a lady and to learn how to be a human being. You know what I mean? Oh, right. That's happening. At the same time, your boy's getting some uh, swashbuckling lessons because that's not that's not going to come into play anytime soon. Nope. Not at all. <sighs> but he gets a cool little cutlass sword and shit. You know what I mean? It's like, it's real. I mean, he, he looks dope now. He looks like a straight up goddamn adventurer at this point. Like, Dread Pirate Roberts, like, when he's not in costume mm-hmm. ish, but with a doper jacket. Anyway, I digress. Um, so like your boy talks to her, um, Shakespeare talks to her, he's like, Hey man, like you gotta be careful and control your emotions a bit because you're kind of like, you're giving off that glow and I don't want people to know who you are. Like, I know you're a star, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to like, you know, you're safe. I'm not going to sell you out like that. Cause I'm not a bitch. And, um, she, whenever she gets near Tristan, she starts to glow a little bit more. So it's very obvious that she wants the D from your boy, Tristan Thorne. Oh, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Not the response I was ready for. So, um, you know, like they make it back to um to land, right? Because they're like sixty mm-hmm. miles away from fucking uh, wall. So everything's gonna be fine. Yeah, um, it seems know. like it's gonna be all nice oh, and good. Right. That's how all these stories end up. Mm-hmm. Well, not really, because he's still gonna return the bitch to uh Victoria. He's still about Victoria. But your boy Shakespeare whispers something in his ear. Pete, don't give him a little game. But we don't know what he said. But we know it's obviously. Bitch, she's right in front of you. Kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. So as they as they're making their way to Wall, uh, old Saltwater Sal, the the witch who imprisoned his mother, is there. They bump into him, mm-hmm. but the mom can't say shit because the bitch was turned into a blue jay. So it's like, oh, she's right there. They're so close, and it's frustrating as fuck at this point, right? Right. And um, so she sees. Uh, oh, cause he um he pushes her. Into the bushes. He pushes um Claire Danes into the bushes and shit. And they get like real kissing distant close. And like he's still all about Victoria. Which is dumb. Which is really <laughs> stupid. So um when he gets her back out, they run into, when they run into Sal, Sal only sees him and they don't realize that yet. So um she's like, Motherfucker, that's my flower. So he sees like the glass flower he wore as a lapel. And he gave right. it back to her. He's like, bitch, that's magic protection, motherfucker. Yeah, it turns him into a, like a fucking rat. Um, and like the whole point, there's really no reason to turn him into a rat because she was still gonna take him to Wall because that's what he was asking for. He just wanted a safe passage, but she still turned him into a fucking rat for some fucking reason and put him in a cage. And mm-hmm. like, yo, Claire Danes is like, bitch, and she was about to whoop her ass, right? But she can't right. do it because there's a fucking force field because of uh, uh, Lamia's spell and shit. So it she, works both ways. Bro, she was trying <laughs> so hard to whoop this chick's ass, dude. It was just like this amazing force field. But like, real talk, if there was no force field, Saltwater Sal would have got served the fuck up. I'll tell you that right now. That bitch came with like three kicks, four uppercuts, and a roundhouse, dude. It just did not make it, bro. I was like, Jesus Christ. Good on you. <laughs> you learned a lot on that ship. So um, they did like this really kind of over-the-top like voiceover of the spell. Mm-hmm. Just in case you, your dumbass forgot. And uh, she's like, so like, uh, Claire Danes realizes immediately what's going on. She's like, you can't hear or see me, can you? Well, first off, he smelled like pee. <laughs> 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 and 
and just starts chopping her up verbally. I was like, oh, that's so savage, bitch. It's unnecessary. So she rides along, basically. And she's trying to see if uh, your boy Tristan can understand what she's saying. She's like, hey, if you can hear me, you know what I mean? Like, look, like, look up at me. Mm-hmm. And, like, instead he looks behind her and sees some cheese. So she gives him some cheese. And she reveals how, because she made a comment about how um, she doesn't know much about love. But she's mm-hmm. like, I do. Like, I know love is unconditional. Because she's trying to tell him how much Victoria's a cunt throughout the uh, throughout their adventures. And um, she conf- she professes her love for him. She tells him, even though it's like super obvious every time she fucking glows for Christ's sake, right? Whenever he he does anything nice to her, and um, you know she professes her love like you know like just beaming and just you know like pouring her heart out and shit and like really a nice speech about how she always like she's been alive for years like for billions of years watching humanity and all the ugliness of humanity, but the fact that love exists uh, at that capacity makes her compelled to continue to watch uh, Earth and shit, even though she didn't watch the part. Where, yeah, you know, where it's like, yeah, witches eat eat our hearts and shit. No yeah. one, <laughs> right? Y'all don't recognize those bitches though. Anyway, so when they get back close to wall, um, she just like saltwater style just turns them back and it's like, yeah, you go, bye. I'm a good drink right. now. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know unless she knew he was her uh, slave son. Guess, Maybe. but the, the the mom was already a bird. I don't know. It, it just it was just to be a dick. So he's like loopy after the you know being transformed back. He's kind of out of it. He tried to beat her ass. He couldn't do it. And uh, you know he was hallucinating and he said Victoria's name. Uh. Yep. <laughs> always, <laughs> always. So you know she's like, yeah, let's get you back up and get you to fucking um, get you to that bitch house. So she takes him to the end, the uh, slaughtered, um, the slaughtered prince. Yeah, which is the original bar she went to earlier and shit. So they go there. So like she's in the bath and he finally, I guess, wakes up and he's drunk and he heard everything she said in the caravan, like everything she like, right. like all the confession of love and everything. And she freaks out and like she's so like, you know, adorably embarrassed and now she's just glowing. With like with her like love for him and they start making out really hard and like it's just but it's totally going to be like oh this is going to lead to terrible things because now it's a giant beacon for all the bad guys to show up right because uh, in the meantime when all this was happening the uh, the cat was actually caught um, cross dressing by Septimus who was like you know trying to figure out where like he's he's an expert tracker like another person from another movie. Mm. And um, amazing battle where all of <laughs> all of Septimus' men, Septimus's men, died horribly by his crew, who were like amazing fighters. And one dude was like really, really good with swords. So like, like Septimus like barely escapes with his life, and he's like on a war path at the like. So all this is happening. Septimus is beelining towards where they are. So once once he embarrasses her, talking about the feelings, he's like, "Bitch, I love you too." You know, that's what that's what old boys whisper in my ear that the like true love is in front of me the whole time. And he's right, I'm in love with you, and they smash, and the ghosts are watching, and it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this isn't so bad. I don't be we a can do this pervert. all the time now. Well, I don't be a fucking pervert. And um so like Claire Dane wakes up and he's gone. He like cuts a piece of her hair and he dips out because they're, they're literally like not that far from the town. Right. So Lamia's freaking the fuck out because she's like, dude, 
This ain't good. They're close. That's, he's like, he's taking her to the wall. If they cross that wall, she will fucking turn into like a lump of crap. Like she'll be, she'll cease to be. Because this is a land of magic. Yeah. So it's like, if she crosses this fucking line, she's fucking toast. And nobody knows that. So your boy cut out a lock of hair and wrapped it up in a napkin. And he like, uh, he's about to dip out. He's like, hey. He tells this dude who's a complete asshole that works there. He's like, hey, man. I need you to send a message. Like, like if, if she wakes up, give her this message. I'm going to head out and uh, do some shit real quick. But I will be back. Because I, I, I want to be back here before she wakes. And um, he leaves. And he has like the little lock of hair in the napkin. And he like goes back into town and he's gonna and he, he like literally um he's about to throw a rock at Victoria's window, right? Right. But he's like, fuck that. I'm a grown ass man. Goes to the door and there she is. She's like, Oh shit. Holy shit, what the fuck happened to you? You look crazy. That bitch, I've been on an adventure. You look like Humphrey. Right. <laughs> he's like, I like I went and got the star. And she's like, Oh shit. And like she was kind of kind of being an ungrateful bitch about it a little bit. Yeah. And like he got, he's like, it's awfully small. And it's like, mm. And uh, <laughs> she gets all close to him and stuff. And he's like, dips her like he's going to, like, you know, give her a kiss. He's like, bitch, grow up. And just drops her on the fucking floor. And I'm like, damn. Curb this shit out of her. Curb stomped her teeth into the ground, bro. Brutal curbing. Just, ugh. Vicious. And your boy Henry Cavill turns the corner to see this vicious curving. And he's like, what? <laughs> Motherfucker, defend your honor. You ready for this battle, right? Right. So I like how all he did was pull out his sword, all crunk and shit. And Henry Cavill's like, mm, nope. <laughs> I feel like they didn't fight. I can't remember. I feel like they... I don't think they fought. I think he literally just withdrew. Like, mm-mm. I don't well, I mean, uh, he pulls out this little foil, and then uh, fucking Tristan pulls out what looks like damn Roman Legion sword. So it's like four inches wide and like 18 inches long. And it's just like, Shh. And he does like damn crazy-ass, daredevil-esque kind know, of right? move. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not fighting you with this. Are you insane? This is a letter opener. No, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> So what's so fucked up is like uh, he, she's like, why did you give me this fucking thing? It's nothing but stardust, and like it's revealed that it disintegrated, and he knows that she's in danger. So he flips the fuck out, and he's like, just fuck all this shit, and he runs back to his girl, right? Right. But your girl woke up to nobody, looking like she got hit with a one night stand. She goes downstairs to the clerk. He's like, yeah, he said uh, he fell in love with some bitch named Victoria, and he's going back. With her, no, I think it's how he worded it. Right, he's like he's going to he's going to see Victoria because he's fell in love, or some shit. Like he said it like an asshole. It's like to where like he's talking about a girl he loved called Victoria. I don't know. I wouldn't really pay attention. Right, he fucks the message up real bad, like really, really, really bad. So she's heartbroken. She's walking around disheveled, and she's like kind of like defeated and gonna go present herself to Victoria, kind of sort of. So she's walking the wall, you know. Right, unknowingly about to kill herself, and all the storylines are converging at this point. So, at this point, Saltwater Sal bumps into the witch uh, Lamia, who bumps into goddamn um, the Claire Danes. Right, and <laughs> shit is crazy because, like, um, oh, because like the mom is like turned back to normal, so like it's just like all the women are there. 
and we have a witch battle because she's like bitch why are you here again and they just start going at it oh because she kind of sort of reminded her that she tried to poison her and right. the chick still didn't know so she was like um you know heads or tails and talking about because uh it was a callback to the meal they were going to eat long story short uh michelle Pfeiffer blew this bitch's head off oh yeah but like Using that power made her look even more decrepit because every time she used power, she'll like get more wrinkly or liver spots and shit. But she looks like doo doo at this point. So she gets her little, uh, it's just slave chains everywhere. And she's slave chained um, the mom and the love interest, um, the Claire Danes, at the same time, snatching them up to take them back to Castle Black, I guess. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, Castle Black. <laughs> <laughs> so back to Bowser's kingdom. <laughs> right, right. So while that's happening, uh, Septimus is like in hot pursuit of that particular carriage. Your boy gets on a horse. Um, Tristan gets on a horse from the other carriage and chases after him. After learning from the the wall guy is like, yo, he saw everything go down. He's like, I should have been watching the other side of the wall. This is insane. Right. And uh, <laughs> doing this for 80 years. Right. Why am I walking on this side of the wall? <laughs> right. So they basically show up at the goddamn um, – uh, they show, They all show up at the castle concert at the same time. Like they're about to cut this bitch heart out, and they're gonna use the mom as a slave to like clean up the place because the place is a dump. Right. And Septimus and your boy Tristan showed up at the same time. Now Septimus had been stabbing dudes left and right all movie, so he's ready to stab the shit out of Tristan for showing up. He's like, who the fuck are you? And as Tristan has a knife to his throat, he he's like, well, who the fuck are you? And looks down, and your boy Septimus got a knife at his gut. It's like, oh, shit. Your boy Tristan's man now. You got these murder reflexes. So he's like, huh. Showed him a little respect. And then they, uh, they're they like, okay, we're going to work together. He's like, well, how can I trust you? That's what uh, Tristan said to Septimus. Septimus was like, bitch, uh, witches are inside. What do you, what do you want? <laughs> you want to trust, trust me or not, bro? It's real. Would you rather go alone on this? Exactly. So they both bust in, right? Fucking gangbusters and shit. But, like, he's thinking it's four witches. Because they're both after um, kind of like the star lady. Oh, right. yeah. Because your boy Septimus found out about the star actually existing. So he's like, I could be a king forever. So he, evil. He's still evil. Yeah. He runs up on this one chick he's about to stab up. He realizes that's his sister. And it's like, oh, shit. Your boy's royalty. Tristan's. Is in, is in line for the throne. We see where this is going. Everybody, yeah, every, like, everybody, everybody on, knew this. She was guys. a real princess. <laughs> <laughs> so, she's getting insane, right? Oh, by the way, um, that unicorn got horribly burned to death. I'm sorry. I forget. <laughs> That's why he never shows up again. He was, it was an awesome creature. It yeah, was a, he was set ablaze. I'm sorry. I forgot to mention that. That poor unicorn got burned to death. Anyway, so there's no extra help coming. So, so like, the, the mom gets pushed aside, like, okay, hide, fight some real shit here. Your boy Septimus obliterates one of the witches, one of the three, like, throws a knife into her fucking, like, chest and pins her to the wall. The ghost gallery is like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. Like, they're like, duh, you fucked them up. Start a round of applause and shit. <laughs> right. Then, um, once that sister died, La, uh, Lamia, Michelle Fiverr was like, motherfucker. So she goes in after him, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, about to, like, he, he, like, she's getting set on fire a lot and shit. And he's like, dusting it off, trying to, like, keep going. And she pulls out a voodoo doll. And I'm like, oh, shit, this isn't good. Breaks his leg. It's horrific. <laughs> oh, God. 
It's his loose ragdoll effects. Breaks his arm. It's loose ragdoll effects. And she's like, I forgot what she said, dude. It was some cold-blooded shit. And she dropped the doll into the fucking water. And then your boy Mark Strong starts floating upwards and just drowns in the air. And it looks horrific. And then he shows up as a ghost in the gallery <laughs> with all wet hair. And they look at him like, damn. He's like, I know, this sucks. <laughs> and they're like, nobody's a king. So, yeah, we're all stuck here fucking right. forever. Like, we're all stuck here. Like, they're really bummed at this point. So, <laughs> that was hilarious. And um, so, Mark Strong is dead. So, like, the heavier set, uh, which is going after your boy Tristan, who unleashes all the animals who were in line for sacrifices. And they're like, bitch. It ain't happening no more. Peter on three. One, two, three. Peter. Yeah. And Fuck they <laughs> And they ripped that big bitch to shreds. And I'm like, damn, fitting in. And they left promptly. They're like, it's time yep. to go. Nope. Run. <laughs> There's still one more in there. Right. So this is probably the one of the best. This is like one of the coolest scenes I've ever seen in my life. I wasn't ready for it. So he's coming after Michelle Pfeiffer, right? Mm-hmm. Michelle tries to hit him with some green fire and shit. Or no, she, she tried to turn him into an animal. It didn't work. He got magic protection. So she runs. And then she grabs the voodoo doll out the water and uses the dead body to fight. And he's fighting like unorthodox, awesome, dead mar- marionette puppet style. It's kind of cool looking. I can't Whoa. Yeah. And like <laughs> Mark Strong goes <laughs> is like, the fuck? <laughs> And they're all watching, like, oh, because he, like, uh, your boy Tristan, you know, he knows how to fight now. So he got mm-hmm. in close and stabbed it through the heart. And Mark Strong is holding his chest, like, come on, man, that's my body. <laughs> and, uh, it's, it, but it doesn't matter. Like, he's still whooping ass and shit. So, uh, he's like trying to cut the chandelier. You know, mm-hmm. that's the move. You cut the chandelier. It's, it's, it's a, it's a squ- uh, swashbuckling movie. You cut the chandelier, chandelier solves everything, period. Or you use it to fly up to the, like the banister to somewhere else. Mm-hmm. First attempt, completely misses, almost kills uh, <laughs> Claire Danes. <laughs> Claire Danes looks at him like, "What the fuck?" He tries again. It almost hits Michelle Pfeiffer, but it doesn't. He's like, "Fuck!" So he, third time's the charm. To where not only does he fly up, but he flies up and is like brought into like dead kick, uh, drop kick shot to like knock Michelle Pfeiffer on her ass. Uh, making her drop the uh, voodoo doll and get up to Claire Danes to save her, right? Mm-hmm. So, really sad scene right here, man. So, Lamia is, like, pissed because um, she has a little obsidian axe to, like, kill her, and she's like, fuck it. She cuts her free, and she starts crying. She's like, I don't want this anymore. Like, everything that I cared about is gone. There's no point in living forever, and just starts sobbing. She's like, just go. Just go. She's crying, and it's sad. And I'm like, hurry up and get the fuck out of there, guys. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm like, Jesus, just run. <laughs> yeah, fitting in, though. I'm like, that's what's up. So they're trying to get the fuck out of there. And, and that bitch lied. <laughs> <laughs> she fucking lied, bro. She lied, slammed the door in their ass, and started breaking all the glass and mirrors and glass and sharp things and just, like, did it, like, it, like cinematically row by row by row by row. And then was like, nah, motherfucker. I'm actually glad you showed up because she, like that heart wouldn't be as good if she had a broken heart. Also, my sisters are dead. Therefore, more for me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what a bitch. And uh, 
So they fixing to die. Your boy can't really do shit to stop her at this point. Because she's like hell bent on killing them. And your boy, uh, I mean, your girl Claire Danes has a bright idea. Ha! Puns. Where she's hey. like. Uh, the Supernova. <laughs> right. Uh, basically a love Kamehameha blast. So she's like, uh, what, what do stars do? She's been asking it all movie long. And nobody has answered. It's very annoying because it's very obvious. He's like, they shine. <laughs> Hugs the fuck out of Charlie Cox to where her, uh. Her purse when she percolates, basically, she got so hot, so bright, that Michelle Pfeiffer body just fucking vaporizes into nothingness. It's just the power of love. And oh yeah, I saw that in the Fifth Element. Yeah, yeah. So imagine, imagine the the cum beam coming out of Mila Jovovich's mouth being um, put into a rape radius with a with an AOE splash attack. <laughs> Nerd talk, but um, yeah, dude, destroys her. Game over. So, all the ghosts are still sad, and uh, your boy picks up the ruby to give back to because because the necklace breaks. He right. picks he picks up the the clear ruby to give back to, and it turns red, and it's like <gasps> that means that all the ghosts are like holy shit. That means and all their souls are freed immediately. They ain't get to finish their sentence, and we are treated to one of the happiest endings I've ever seen in my entire life. To where, like, yeah, you're king now. I don't, I don't care that you've never lived your life to know how to rule anything, but you're fucking king. Deal. Claire Danger's your wife. Uh, your mom and dad are reunited. They're gonna fuck forever because they're happy. Um, oh, also, your girl Victoria and Humphrey are gonna be there to watch the ceremony. Salty as fuck because <laughs> let's just let's just have them look like shit. But then your boy Robert De Niro's there with a top hat. It was all, all the boys dressed, you know, fresh to death. Cause oh, by the way, his crew didn't. His crew been knew he was gay the whole time. They didn't give a fuck. Aww. You know what I'm saying? They ride with their captain anyway. So like, Robert De Niro looks at Henry Cavill, gives him a wink. Henry Cavill winks back, and then Victoria sees that shit. She's like, "The fuck." <laughs> <laughs> this was so stupid. So. <laughs> so basically it gets even more happier of an ending because it's like and he ruled for 80 years and they said that you could live forever but he always had that bitch's heart or some shit and it's like then they had kids and grandkids and once they all grew up your girl uh claire danes finally decided to go back in the sky so she used the but the babylon candle at that point in time because the babylon candle they wound up getting as a wedding gift from their mom and uh, so she used the Babylon candle to return back to the sky. But guess who's waiting in heaven? Your boy. So you got two stars shining beside side and shit. You know what I'm saying? And it just. Uh, it's a beautiful thing, man. You know? You just, you just, want, you just want that lifestyle, man. Kill some ghost bitches and shit, and you know, and just near death experiences. Watch a unicorn get burned alive before your very <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Skull. Plunge your hand in the hellfire, all, all for love, man. But yeah, that's the fucking movie, man. Stardust. Um, crazy. That is crazy. So, so yeah, man. Um, I guess it's tally time. Mm hmm. So uh, let's find out how many people were stabbed, blown up, chopped to bits, 
and annihilate it. Let's get into our body count. I got 14 dead. That's right, man. Fucking brutal. All brutal deaths, but yet hilarious at the same time. I think the the unicorn's death was the hardest to take because it was just, <laughs> it was it was kind of funny because he just he was just like oh I'm on fire and then they didn't cut back and it's like you just have to you just you, you know just had to take it we like, we're not gonna it. watch a burning unicorn yeah we got, we're not gonna CG a dying unicorn on fire ah <laughs> uh, so time to get into every everybody's favorite subject the nudity let's get into skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I just want to see a little feet. Just show me that boy. Just a little bit of titties. Right now, right now. Basically, the answer is zero. Just uh, the wind hugged. Claire Dane's gown a little little snug and we uh we saw like some shoulders and um calves of uh Michelle Pfeiffer. So the answer is zero. We tried, guys. We tried. But Maybe next time. It is what it is. Um so the real question is like uh who do we like in this movie that wasn't the main character? Who was our shining star? Who was our Joe Grizzly recipient? Let me introduce myself. I'm Joe Grizzly, bitch. Random Randy Savage. I'm gonna go with uh, Captain Shakespeare. Really? Yeah. That's what's up. I like. I really liked uh, like his like secret closet. His fucking like the way he handled Ricky Gervais and how he was gonna definitely bang the shit out of Henry Cavill at the end of the movie. <laughs> uh, my mine is gonna go to the peanut gallery of dead ghost brothers. I thought they were all fucking hilarious. And they serve their purpose. But yeah, I, I enjoyed all of them just looking horribly, ghoulishly dead, yet uh, trying to help <laughs> and just having really good commentary throughout the movie. And uh, they, they they made it more enjoyable for me. Like once I first saw them, I knew this movie was going to kind of stand out. So um, it's final verdict time, man. Let's go fucking around. Deep pads and slippers. What that means. If we actually like this movie, which is pretty obvious, we'll give it a maximum of two knee pads where we uh, bow down to the worshiping position. Or, if we truly hate this movie, we'll slide on two hater slippers where we will uh, kill ourselves wearing those slippers to where we can wear them for all eternity, remembering how much this movie fucking sucks. Random Randy Savage, knee pads or slippers? So, I'm going to definitely give this um, two knee pads just on principle because I really like anything Neil Gaiman does. It, it's amazing movie. It's crazy effects. It's like the story's off the wall nuts. And I mean, everyone's made, like, I'm really surprised this isn't bigger. Like, people don't know about this. Like, I'm really surprised. That's true. I, I 120% agree. Um, definitely two knee pads. Um, I don't know if that's because I'm still in like shell shock from last week's shit episode. But to see him, like, what's crazy, the movie is super predictable to a certain extent. But the parts where it's not predictable outshines ha! the um, predictability of this movie. And I got like a nice, um, uh, what's that movie? After, oh my God, after. Princess Bride. Princess, Princess Bride feel. Yeah. Got a nice little Princess Bride feel from it. So it definitely gets a pass for me, man. But um, that's pretty much it. I'm super tired, guys. Let's, let's, put the, let's pull the curtain back. I am about to die. I'm so exhausted. 
So um, thank y'all for listening. And you got any shout outs, Randy? Nope, just Compalooza. Yep, we're doing it. Uh, we're tired because we've been doing stuff for Compalooza, so stay tuned, guys. Keep your eyes out for shit. It's coming out very soon. Uh, hopefully all our exhaustedness will be worth it. And uh, shout out to the Movie Pod Squad, hashtag um, Podcast Mafia, hashtag, blah, 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 hashtag Potter and Family, hashtag CP Pod Family. Shout out to, uh, who else? Um, Nerdy Bitches. Um, Raging Nerds, which is part of Dogfin Studios now. Mm-hmm. And... That's it. Oh yeah, well, you know, and you know the nerd pocket. And anyone else we missed? Right, everybody else that we missed, guys. And oh, you know what? No, 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 no. Shout out to Victor Alboran because I snubbed him. He was the one that found the footage of a uh, greased up Jason Statham, and we had a new listener that hit us up on Spotify. Let me get her information real quick. Uh, I think it's Damned Doll, but it's D M N D. D O L L. So thank you for following us on um, Spotify and posting that and talking about it. We appreciate it. And shout out to all our OG fans, Blame Thor, Leslie Thurman, pointing at you guys, Chris Broward, Victor Green, Victor Alvarez. Y'all already know the deal, man. Appreciate you guys. And um, yeah, we will see y'all next week. And um, we'll catch you guys for the next movie. I don't know what the fuck it is. So just you know, get ready. I'm gonna go to the next one.